the Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. The Omicron strain of COVID, which I hadn't heard until this weekend. It only just sort of burst onto the scene last week. It's already turned up in Belgium, in Israel, in Hong Kong, Italy and the UK. I think it came from Africa somewhere initially and it's found its way into Australia. So what it all means and how it's going to affect us, especially with Christmas just around the corner, is anyone's guess, but probably one of the best place people to comment on it is Dr Paul Griffin who's the Director of Infectious Diseases at the MARA and he joins us this morning. Good morning Paul, what is the what is this Omicron and where are we at with it in Australia at the moment mate? Yeah morning, thanks for having me. I mean the first thing to say is while it certainly does have some concerning mutations and, and warrants further investigation, we still don't really know how it's going to play out so it's too soon to, to get too panicked by this one. We certainly now need to look at how good our protection from vaccination is and, and look at the severity of disease in more detail but, but at this stage as I say what we know is it's got some concerning mutations but uh, it's too early to, to be too concerned just yet. So our vaccine that we've got, if we double vaxxed, will that still work on this strain? Yeah, at this stage, we're not sure, basically. It's still going to provide some protection. That, that's a definite. But th- this one has lots of mutations in the spike protein. So that's the part of the virus that it uses to attach to our cells, but also that part of the virus that, that our vaccines target. So if that changes significantly, there's a concern that our protection from vaccination might be reduced. And, and this one has a, a few mutations that are recognised to reduce protection from vaccination. But we need to do all the studies now to, to see exactly how much that is the case. And you know, what's really clear is the vaccine will still provide at least some protection so if people are still not fully vaccinated this would be a really strong motivator hopefully to go out and and be fully vaccinated so you've got the most protection available as quickly as you can. We worked out we're like what 26 days from Christmas how long does it take to get a a better indication of you know what will happen with borders and things like that it will be something we can get sorted by Christmas do you reckon? I would hope so I would think the implications for us are, are fairly minimal. I mean, I think we should do what we can within reason to try and reduce the prospect of it coming in. So, you know, some restrictions on those countries that have a bit of this around does make sense. And quarantining and testing, of course, of people that are coming from places where it might be. But in terms of other responses, like considering lockdowns again or domestic border restrictions, I I really hope that's not something that that we have to contemplate doing ever again. And, you know, the the main thing is a lot of the simple strategies that have been so effective and put us in this strong position already, like social distancing, hand hygiene, high rates of testing and masks when we need them, all of those things will still work against a variant that that may have some capability to evade our response by vaccination. So we also need to focus on keeping those basics up and and getting those right as well. I heard Tim Costello, you know, Peter Costello's brother who does all that charity work, um, talking, saying that as um, first world countries, we need to start trying to vaccinate the third world countries and and support them getting the vaccination um, because it's obviously very expensive. Is that something that you think will happen around the world to try and prevent these type of strains forming? We, we absolutely have to. I mean, you know, what's clear is that this virus needs susceptible hosts to reproduce, to, to make these errors, these mutations that arise, that make these new variants arise. And, you know, parts of the world where, where this one's have emerged have, have terrible vaccination rates. And so we do need to do everything we can to get some equity in the vaccines. There's lots of good programs that were designed to do that that perhaps haven't quite been as effective as they were initially hoped they'd be. But, you know, this should hopefully highlight that we need to get vaccination rates up across the world to reduce the prospect of this continuing to happen. And, and, and this mutations, the word mutations that you speak about, like how many different types of mutations are there from the COVID strain and are we ever likely to have all the mutations under control? 
Yeah, so, so what happens is, is viruses can make mistakes when they reproduce. So a lot of those mean that the virus just doesn't survive and it goes away. But if those mutations give it some properties that, from the virus's perspective, are favourable, so it might make it more infectious, more transmissible, um, or, or maybe evade the, the immune response, well, then that one can essentially be selected out and, and take over, as we saw with, with Delta. So, you know, basically there's uh, you know, infinite possibilities in terms of those sort of changes. But the, the really important thing is that we have the tool now to stay ahead of the game. We find these mutations quickly, as has been the case here with that genomic sequencing. All the leading vaccine manufacturers can now plug that sequence into their vaccine platform and, and make new vaccines fairly quickly. So within a matter of kind of six to eight weeks, we could even have vaccines that target this one if we if we need to do that. And now we've got excellent therapies coming online as well. We'll have some, some tablets available hopefully within the coming weeks in this country that will combat uh, COVID-19 and, and won't be susceptible to change from variants like this so you know we've done really well you know boosting all of those tools in our in our arsenal to to be able to combat this virus moving forward you hanging around for christmas what are you doing yeah i'll be here maybe duck out to dfi, DFI to pop up suggest. some supplies but uh, yeah, uh stick with the blue. are you going to stick with the blue <laughs> in 2022 or what? stick with the blue oh, in 2022 look open to suggestions who knows maybe i'll have to get a few different colors yeah. this time yeah. around we'll see excellent <laughs> yeah let's have a look all, all right. right thanks you've been thanks, great mate. this year i don't know if we'll get you on for the rest of this year but certainly next year dr paul griffin thanks for your help uh Cheers, over the paul. last couple of years we appreciate it's a pleasure. it director thanks, of infectious guys. diseases thanks. at the mater dr paul griffin the ash lutzi and Susie o'neill podcast is a nova podcast for more great comedy shows like this head to novapodcast.com.au